0: Universe.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 137. I am with my partner in crime because we have committed to a life of crime against Batman. <laughs> Andy DeGenova and I am holy
0: life of crime, Jamie.
1: <laughs> We're doing it. We're committed. And I am Jamie McGow Magounical. Uh, what's up, guys? I said welcome back. I'm just assuming that you're not starting on 137. Like, just, probably not. I'm just. But if you are, just nice throw to on meet you. The hail mary out there, yeah. Nice to meet you. If it is your first time, um, why is 137 your first choice? Maybe it was just a random. There's a lot of bad news, so I figure there sometimes is. people they just type Batman in the podcast section and maybe ours comes up next to Batman on Batman or something, and they're yes. like, oh, will give it a shot." So. Hopefully we're not annoying and disappoint shot. you. We, oh, we're annoying. We're annoying. Actually, yeah, you're right. We've, and we've I have, been told. I have it on good authority
0: from my parents that I am disappointing. So You too? Yeah. No wonder we're friends. So we're good. We're fine. It's, it's nice to start at the bottom because there's nowhere
1: to go but up. That's right. Things are looking up, baby, from yeah. way down here at the bottom. So... All right, so, just so in case you're wondering, this is we just kind of cover everything that's going on in the Batman, you as it were. Uh, and this week, uh, we generally start with movies. We're going to yes. start with movies because there's a lot of stuff going on with movies. BBS, there's a big, uh, big spread this week in Empire magazine. Yeah, all about BBS ton. with tons of set photos, tons of
0: photos, tons of information, tons of interviews, like Empire stepping up with the Batman v Superman love this they, week they it's m- like mailed it I mean they they write one article and certain websites who remain nameless turn that one article into 15 indeed so it's a lot
1: it's a no it's, it's a, a lot, lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes uh, agreed and indeed and uh yeah this is they brought it man you're you're right mm. it was this is. Uh, one to really report on and we're basically just going to be rehashing a lot of it yeah. um, that way if you haven't read it but or, kudos, or it's not out yet. But or, kudos we'll, we'll to out. Empire.
0: Kudos to them, Like cuz yeah. they they didn't just give us a little. They gave us a lot. Tons Dude. of photos, tons of information, so much stuff. So you know what? They ask good questions. Give credit where credit is due. Empire did their work and actually brought us something new and original without just copy and pasting someone else's
1: work. Agreed. Yeah, so absolutely. Like we do. Yeah, well, that's yeah. But we give credit where credits due. We try. Uh, we try. But yeah. So so a lot of
0: great images. So we got the with. first
1: Empire cover like last yeah. week. I think they kind of re- released that with um, Superman and Batman on the front with the torn and half cover. Yeah, uh, looking awesome. Everyone was commenting on how new phone wallpaper. Yeah, totally, dude. Batman is like akin to a freaking Ninja Turtle in his. Like beastness, he's just huge. Like he's just, he's a monster. Which some people were saying he just looks too big, Um, but I don't think so. I think no, I think he looks great. I think you know, I think it's just totally in the style of of um, kind of a Batman his age, you know, and that's sort of the point. Uh, And then shortly after they released the alternate cover, uh, which is Bruce Wayne and Clark in their uh, daily garb, in their civvies, in their civvies, Yeah. yeah. Which... Also look great. Also exciting. Looks totally on point. Like, it's really just cool to see, again, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and how how he just really looks like Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Yeah. I've said it a million times at this point, but... Yeah.
0: And how much Clark looks like Clark Kent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's...
0: I mean, not, not goofy, bumbling Clark Kent. Right. But like, reporter Clark Kent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which, which is... It's important to reiterate, but I just feel like it's one of those things that... For people who'd liked Man of Steel and like this franchise, it's he was very accepted. Like I thought visually, um, Henry Cavill just right off the bat, I was like, hey, oh yeah. totally, yeah, he's no, great, I, great casting.
0: I think he's great, yeah, and and he looks great as Clark. He looks great as Superman. He, I think the performance is there. Dude can act, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's great. And then we got these three. Uh, like high res, almost wallpapers, mm-hmm. uh, and one one is of Batman in the armor in the rain with the bat signal, but at profile shot,
1: mm-hmm. which is a gorgeous shot. It's beautiful, you man. know. That's the one I chose for my phone background. It's
0: you can't go wrong, man. It's so it's good. So good. <laughs> it's it is so, so good. good. Yeah. Um, and then you get one of, of Superman full costume in kind of the warehousey look or, or
1: ruins of some sort. They had said, and I saw a couple. Um, places online that had said that this was Wayne Manor. Uh, that's very possible. so I, I don't, I can't remember, I don't recall if that was actually from Empire saying that or if that was more speculative, um, but... Yeah.
0: But, I mean, judging from the trailer, we see Wayne Manor in in ruins it of does, sorts. Yeah, unless that's some
1: weird, I don't know.
0: Unless, it looks that's, like, not unless Manor, that's not Wayne Manor. Unless that's not Wayne Manor, but it, it kind of seems like it. It kind of looks like Wayne Manor. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you get and Superman looks great. He's got mm for the first time he's got the curl
1: yeah yeah we're yeah. seeing a bunch of images See, of him seeing the curl if the curl's coming out when, when he's uh, when he's putting up the dukes you know oh, when he's yeah. getting into the fight yeah. that's when the curl comes out that's right know. that's a, a small source of power is the curl. <laughs> they forgot they're gonna explain it in the movie don't worry yeah
0: if, if Batman cuts that curl Batman wins <laughs> totally man. that's it that's where his power comes from. You just gave away the movie, the Jeez. Kryptonite is not his weakness. <laughs> it is the curl. It's that curl. And then there was a picture of Lex Luthor in front of LexCorp. Yeah. And, and like, it's definitely very much like the the current idea of a tech company. You know, very Facebooky, very Google, Zuckerberg, very Apple. It is, yeah, it is. It's totally. It um, is. I'm willing to go with it. I, I'm not opposed. Um, but I know that some people are still kind of that still seems to be a lot of people's sticking point, which Mm -hmm. I kind of understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? It's something new, it's something fresh, it's something today. I'm going with
1: it. I I think as long as it works for the story, I'm good with it. I I know, I mean, for me, Lex Luthor isn't one of those characters where I'm like, he has to be like this, Right, right. I I think it's important for his overall... Ideas and the momentum and what that drives him to to be the same or at least close to the same, which is generally power. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as they hit that mark, I'm pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. I think this does make sense in this in sort of the world we live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you got to just acknowledge the fact that with you know even Man of Steel, it, there are things in that movie that are thematically mirroring our society. You know, and I think Lex Luthor. The way that they've created him in yeah. this movie is doing something oh, totally. similar. Yeah,
0: yeah, because like the Lex Luthor I envision mm-hmm. is very much a product of the '80s. Yeah, because totally. that's when I was ten reading comic books, uh-huh. and so I think of that Lex Luthor because that's just the era I read the most. Totally. And so, but but if you think about that kind of like Donald Trump, Lex. Mm-hmm. That made sense in the '80s, and mm-hmm. and but I mean, then again, right now Donald Trump is proving himself to be quite the victim, or not the victim, quite the villain as yes, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, and they could have done that kind <laughs> could, of like
0: they could have done that, but, but it would have they, been a totally different yeah, character. But they're going for something that's very much of now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would have worked. But this is kind of an interesting. I think the young professional, you know, is a cool way. Go because we're seeing again, we see we do see that a lot, these tycoons. And that has happened throughout history, but especially I'd say the last twenty years. Yeah. Um, like with Silicon Valley and and all of these other huge industries that have blown up from generally a grouping or a single person that may be in their twenties. I mean that's I'd say it's pretty apropos. Yeah, it's cool. Um so yeah, it's uh the more images, um if you haven't checked them out, just check them out online. They're, they're,
0: they're so great. They're so great. There's, uh, you know, another one of Batman and Superman facing off, but it's kind of a behind-the-scenes shot. Yeah. Uh, a shot of Bruce Wayne and Alfred again in what looks like the ruins of Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. I Even this, I get excited because I'm seeing Bruce Wayne and Alfred again together, totally. which is great. A picture of Gal Gadot as Diana Prince. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh and then, her, she's like in her, like in a her, looks like her ball dress or something like well, that. Well, it's, it's, like like it's kind of like, like a, a white professional type. It, yeah, thing. it's kind of hard to tell what that. I don't know if it was in the same scene as that. Remember the last one that we had seen with Bruce. Talking to it's her, it's different. It is different. It is okay. different because because
0: I seen somebody put them all together and be like the many looks of Diana Prince, yeah. and so it was like the blue dress that we saw in spy photos, uh-huh. this new white dress, the ball gown, like it, it was. And a bunch there's of the red of,
1: dress with her getting yeah. in the car. So she's oh, she's I'm got seeing, many costumes. Oh, we're seeing a theme, a color theme here: blue, white, and red. Oh my goodness! Oh, well oh, done. Well, there. Look at the, they. They're paying attention, these guys. Yeah,
0: uh, and then this great, great photo of Ben Affleck in full Batman costume, talking to Zack Snyder behind the camera, mm-hmm. and this is just—I just, I just love so this cool. photo. So number one, he just number one, as we've said a thousand times, he just looks like Batman. Mm-hmm. But just to see him on set in full garb, like it looks so great. Look at—you can just see the excitement in their eyes. You know, I—I I love it. A friend of mine pointed out though, there are bullets bullet holes. Yeah. And I didn't even notice because I was so busy looking at everything else. I saw somebody point that out as well. I didn't notice initially. Yeah, so uh, there, there are bullet holes on the chest of the Batman suit.
1: Specifically, it looks al- almost every one of them is actually on the bat um, symbol,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which, you know, hey, it's generally, as we know, the bat symbol is a target, you know, for the villains or for the bad guys and that he it's also an extra armor plated area so works out that it's a, a bigger bat symbol this time yeah. you know it's a nice large plate protect, to protect him. protect more uh dude yeah i i just keep thinking of what i can't wait to see or or you know more behind the scenes about this stuff like to be a fly on the wall that moment when ben affleck got in that suit and saw himself in the mirror, like... Do you think he crapped that suit? I probably... I'm like, you're going to have to throw this one away. I crapped in it because it looks... And I've ruined I'm
0: shocked. It looks I just imagine, so cool. I just imagine that scene from Mask of the Phantasm where he, you know, where he first puts on the suit and he oh, walks yeah. out and Alfred is like, oh my God. Like, yeah. like, Ben Affleck walked out
1: from the dressing room and Zack Snyder fainted like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, perfect. You, yeah, dude. Can you... I mean, just to be on set even when he walked up for mm-hmm. people who hadn't seen...
0: Like, we're about to see... Ben Ben Affleck in the Batsuit. Everyone brace yourselves. Dude, yeah, I
1: would have... And this walks out. I would have... Just the chills. Uh, I just want to place myself in that I got chills.
0: They have multiplied.
1: <laughs> so satisfying. Uh, <laughs> so, and then alongside of all these fantastic images... Is there anything more you had to say about no, the images? No, I'm good. Uh, there were some fantastic interviews as well. Yeah. Um, little, little tidbits here and there. Uh, so the first piece that we have comes from Ben Affleck... Um, Ben Affleck, uh, speaking on, on playing Batman and kind of his age. And he says, initially I thought I'm older. It doesn't seem like the right sort of fit for me. Uh, then Zach pitched me his concept for this more, for this older, more broken, kind of effed up Batman. It was something we haven't seen. We have seen the Batman is willing to cross the line to protect people. That vigilantism has been part of his character all along, and we are tapping into that mentality when faced by something as potentially as deadly as Superman. So, yeah, totally. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. It's awesome to know from the get-go, like, Snyder was like, yeah, we're going to do this different... It wasn't like, maybe we could do Ben Affleck, and then... Maybe, so what do we have to maybe- change to make it fit for Ben Affleck? It yeah. Was, yeah, it was like, they went after him. Very specific casting vision. involved. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Intended. intended. Right. Intended is the word I'm looking for.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Zack Snyder also commented on Ben Affleck playing an older Batman. Uh, and he said, we're playing him 45 or 46. He's been Batman for 20 years. All the history is there. Was there a Robin at one time? Possibly. Which apparently this was done, this before, was the done before the trailer. This was done before the trailers. they talked to them before that. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, now we've got the age. The, the age was always assumed between forty and fifty, yeah. so it's right smack in the middle, right 40, forty-five. The middle. Which, yeah. from the timeline, it makes sense. Started being Batman when he was twenty-five. Uh-huh. He's forty-five. Did it twenty years, so all the history is existing there, which is pretty exciting. So crazy, dude!
1: So crazy. We're getting this Batman at this of this age. Like, yeah, yeah. I just did not see. this still coming realistically. You know? I
0: still want to see where they go from here, because again, starting him so old, it's like. It'd be cool. I I mean, he's not so old, but starting him starting him at this point in his career, it's like, how do how do you continue it? Like, I don't. It'll be interesting. I don't know what I don't know what streets they've closed off in the process to make this happen. Right. You
1: know what I mean? Well, yes, you're right because there's a bigger picture in mind here. Obviously, knowing the film slate that is uh, laid out in front of them, uh, I would think, or I would hope. That for the standalone Batman movie, mm-hmm. that it is pulled back like 10 years or so. That would be amazing. Batman in his prime is fantastic. You don't have to go back to the origin story. You can get you know, the Batman that is the lore of Gotham, but right. well-known still yeah. um, by the GCPD and, and those who work alongside him. I would love to see Ben Affleck play that. For the rest of the film slate, Justice League and, and whatnot... Seems like that's going forward. Right. So it's going to be an older Batman, yeah, for the duration of that whole kind of arc.
0: Which is cool. Which is fine. Because again, he does—he doesn't look old. No, in the suit, it's not like he looks like old retired no, no, Batman. No, no. he look—he just—he look—he looks still looks like Batman in his prime. Yeah. I just hope that again, like from a, from a story standpoint, where they go, oh, because he's forty five, all of this other stuff is off the table because it already happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think... Um, I, I'm hoping the same. I'm hoping the same as you. I, I, I hope that there's not a bunch of things that... Doors that they close as a result. Right. I don't foresee that.
0: I, I hope not. Because as long as... Honestly, as long as everyone's in Arkham, at any point... You can break one out and have a story. Totally. So, so if that's it, that's yep. fine.
1: Yeah, we're good. I mean, really, the I feel like the the old portion of it is is just for the experience and maybe his demeanor. And they put a little touch of gray in Ben Affleck's yeah. hair, and we're you know cool. He's older Batman, but I don't I don't feel like he's going to be. It's not end of career Batman. You right. know, this isn't. Right. I'm, you know, in this my 60s. This, I'm ready yeah. to call it's not Terry McGinnis. Yeah, he's in the 60s. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes, uh, I I think that they have all of that in mind. I'm, I'm really hoping they do. I'm, I'm, pretty I'm sure. sure they do. I'm, I'm sure they do. Confident. Yeah.
0: Um, Snyder continued saying, What we're doing. ...is ground up all the way. It's one giant story. The first thing we had was the concept for Justice League. The other movies, in a way, have to support that. That is our Wonder Woman, our Aquaman. They have their own creative concepts that support them, but they do serve Justice League
1: in coming together... Of those heroes. Literally just answer the question that we were like, Well, I hope they have this in mind. And Sacks yeah. like, Oh yeah, let me continue on. Uh the Justice League was in mind at yeah. the beginning and we're like, Oh, of okay, course they did. The I mean <laughs> and this is this is stating the obvious and right. it's it's
0: it's it's admitting what everybody knows is that they said, We want Justice League. Let's sit down and figure out what we want for Justice League mm-hmm. and then we'll work out from there. Yeah. Fine. Like you know it. Like Yes. And, and and you know, and some people will go see. They are trying to copy Marvel. And it's like, well, yeah. you know what? Yeah, like in a way, in a way, they are. Although they tried to make Justice League way before the Marvel Cinematic Universe even started. So right. yes and no. But when Avengers comes out and makes one and a half billion dollars, and it's a superhero team up and, movie, and they're sitting on Justice League, and going, we can make this tomorrow if we really want. Of course, they're going to sit down and go, how do we make that?
1: Well, exactly. Because I'm sorry, but I. I'm of the opinion that the Justice League was a bigger group. Like, you go up to Average Joe on oh, the yeah. Street yeah. 10 yeah. years ago, yeah. 15 years ago, and go, name the members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably get at least three out of the general five to six yeah. in, in there. Uh, you go up to the same person and ask them about the Avengers. Who's in the Avengers? You're not. I'm yeah. guessing maybe yeah. one, two... Iron Man, Hulk, all these guys—they feel like a household name now. I'm—it's like, right. but it's—it was not that way not no. very long ago. So, uh, yeah, this is just nice to to just you know, every single time something comes like along like this, you know, you get those people that knee jerk reaction go, you know, well, what are they going to do? I mean, have they even thought about what's going to happen later on? It's like, yeah, of course uh, they I'm did. Pretty sure they have guy. They. Yeah, I mean, skeptical guy. There have
0: been all these. Uh There have been all these articles building up to this because the only thing that gets more hits on an article talking about Batman v. Superman is an article ripping on Batman (sighs) v. Superman. And so there have been all these ridiculous articles about how DC has no idea what they're doing and how they're making it up as they go. There's no plan. There's no mastermind, blah, 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 blah. And here Zack Snyder completely quells those fears and says – no, we have a plan there's more coming as I, you know as I'm talking yeah, not not, that those not to jump are, ahead but no yeah like, but mean, he's saying no we did sit down and we figured it all out and we have a plan right. and here's the plan yeah not, and,
1: not that those arguments were completely invalid because they have made movies in the past that were just short-sighted because a giant universe you know, in this way, creating this universe has not really been done uh, right. by by Warner Brothers, uh, but now they obviously have the confidence to do so. But yeah, I mean, generally, it's like once once Snyder came along, once Nolan came along, really, then the idea of building this larger universe um, was really kind of being entertained. It yeah. was like you got to have faith that it's like, of course, they they're thinking about what's coming.
0: Yeah, of course. So, uh, and then and then finally it says. And this, and this I really like. Zack Snyder continues, I want all the other directors of the other films to be able to stretch their legs and do what they want. But at the same time, there is a big interconnected universe. I've given everyone amazing access to our story, to me, and what we are doing. All the films have like-minded conceptual jumping on points. So what I like about this is he's saying there is a plan, there is a master plan, it's all got to lead somewhere, but I want those directors to make their films. Totally. And I think that you're seeing a perfect example of that in Suicide Squad. That Absolutely. Is un- undoubtedly david ayers film totally but you can tell that no he, he made sure to pay attention to what was going on with man of steel what was mm-hmm. going on with bvs and what will then eventually happen with what's coming um to make sure he doesn't contradict any of that right. but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel constrained by all these restrictions it feels like no david is getting to play mm-hmm. and and i think that that's the balance that is necessary in this is you want... Because they're hiring some really talented directors, Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman, James Wan for Aquaman. These are really talented people. You don't want to box them in too hard, too rigid. Yes. And so set I like some that ground Snyder rules, acknowledges want, that.
1: Totally. I 100% agree. You set some ground rules saying, well, this has to happen at some point in your film or this can't happen in your film. But you let them have their voice because that's why you hire them as a director. You yeah, know, so. yeah. You, you take the confidence in that, so we'll see. But I mean, I agree. I think Suicide Squad is looking like yeah.
0: That. You don't you don't hire a guy like David Ayer to not do what he does. Yeah, exactly. and, and I think that's I think yeah. that's really great to, to see and to hear. And that Snyder has the respect for his
1: colleagues to do that. Totally, absolutely. Uh, then he spoke a little bit more on um, why he's glad actually that Superman is and Batman are both in this in the film. And he said, if it was a Batman movie, it would be a much more difficult proposition because of how crit good Chris's movies are. Um, I'm assuming he's talking about Nolan.
0: Nolan, yeah. This uh, is about
1: Chris Nolan. Right. Uh, he said, we live in gratitude to those movies. Chris set a tone for the DC universe and separated us from Marvel in a great way. We are the legacy PF of those movies. It's just the legacy of those movies. Yeah, I, think I, think, I think that's
0: a typo. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I was
1: like... PF of those movies. Uh, To which, obviously, Nolan responded, Thrilling! Uh, (laughs) Thrilling! I'm thrilled, and that's thrilling. Uh, And then he spoke a little bit more on the rivalry between Marvel and DC. And he said right from the beginning, it is different tonally from where those movies are. You know, DC is an ancient world in a lot of ways. I love that. That's such a great descriptive... Mm -hmm. You know, it does feel like... You can, if you just look at Marvel movies as a whole and yeah. these movies as a whole, that so far, <laughs> it does feel, I mean, and it kind of goes to that, that look visually that people talk about, that grit, I think, too. Yeah. Um, but something about this, even everything that we've seen in BBS, it feel it has like a, these elements that feel very old world, you know, uh-huh. like, which is super cool. Um, oh and then he said I can see how people would want to make this a big intense rivalry listen they are so great I loved Guardians of the Galaxy our films are a bit more serious they deal with things that are a little darker things that place them in our world so yeah interesting which
0: yeah. I again I love to hear that I yeah. love I love it when Zack Snyder goes you know what I love those movies right. I love Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy I'm yeah. making my movie yeah great yeah that's how we feel you know, like, I was first in line for Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. I was, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not, the rivalry is perpetuated more by the fans than it is by the actual people creating these films. Totally. And it's nice to see Zack Snyder give props to the Marvel Universe, yep. just like when Joss Whedon was doing the rounds for, for Age of Ultron, yeah. and they asked him, and he goes, I can't wait to see Batman v yeah. Superman. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I can't wait. Because these Good. guys,
1: yeah, these guys are not trying to make a movie that the other movie They're not saying, okay, well, Marvel did this, so we can't do that. No, no, no. Yeah. And just like in this interview, I guarantee people will take this little tidbit and say, oh, well, what are you saying that Marvel movies aren't serious? Right, yeah. What are you saying that they're not uh, placed in our world? I mean, it's New York City. That's not what he's saying. He's just kind of setting a tone, you know? It doesn't mean that Marvel movies aren't serious. We've seen that they are. They definitely have that lighthearted nature. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they've got all of that. They're all encompassing. But tonally... Yes. You got to say if you got if you're putting them right next to each other, you know, I'd say like they're a different tone. <laughs> it's like Marvel would be the primary red and and you know, DC would be like a little bit of brick red, red with a little bit of grit on there, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's just a good level bar to, that they've that he's setting,
0: yeah. you know.
1: So. And you want you don't want it to feel the same. Right.
0: It shouldn't. You know, it's been it's been said a million times. Warner Brothers tried to use the Marvel model with Green Lantern. Right. You look at Green Lantern. It is a Marvel movie. Yeah, it it's really a Marvel does. movie that uh-huh. just didn't work. Uh-huh. But you can te- you can just see it in its yeah. DNA. They're like, let's do that visually. And it didn't work totally. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yes. You know, let Marvel do them. You do you. Right. And that's you correct. do you boo boo. So you do right. your boo boo. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Producer Charles Rovin uh, said this about how Warner Brothers and DC are connecting these different movies. He says, we call it The Sandbox. It has borders all around it, but everybody gets to play in The Sandbox. On Suicide Squad, David Ayer has a lot of specific control over his area of The Sandbox. Even if he crosses the line a little bit, we see if we can push our boundaries back a little bit, Rovin explained. So, again, I love this, that it's saying, you know what? We gave some parameters. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. David Ayer goes, but I want to do that. And they go...
1: All right, do that. All right, we'll we'll, we'll make, make it work. work.
0: Yeah. and I, and I, again, I like that that they are they're staying flexible enough to let these directors do their thing.
1: Well, yeah, because it, you know to to be these creators, they have to be malleable to the fact that sometimes you know their original idea is maybe not necessarily the end all be all best idea. Yeah, you bring a creative like Ayer into this, and he's going to throw his ideas into it, and. I'm sure that there's a lot of times that a guy like that enters the room and starts talking, and you you're having these moments. Where you're like, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, and it's great to embrace those things because that's why you. That's bring why you on hire exactly.
0: Like you don't hire David Ayer on to take orders. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. you hire him to give them. Right. You, that's what you do, and so, he looks like he could, I and mean, he and he does. Like, guy, but I'm sure if that was one of things where David too. Ayer goes, and the movie ends with a Joker Harley murder suicide, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. when Zach Friday goes, well...
1: <laughs> listen." <laughs> I I love it and all that. I think it's bold. But I we're think not going to do that. <laughs> but maybe not. <laughs> we're just we're just not going to do it. Like I I'm not going to explain why. You'll it'll hit you in a little bit. <laughs> uh, just let it settle in. Let's let no settle in for a little while. Uh, moving on to other interviews. So um, uh, Patrick Tatopoulos, uh, who was the production designer for. Man of Steel and uh, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, He was speaking on the Batmobile and what it was all about, making it, and his process. He's quoted to say, truly, it was truly an emotional process um, on bringing the Batmobile back to the big screen. He said it was a truly emotional process. It's about what feels right. It's about what feels right. I showed Zach, and Zach said, "Cool." Sometimes it just clicks. These films are very grounded. There will be tons of CG, but also a lot of real stuff, especially with Batman. Of course, building a car from scratch is challenging. Uh, the car drives, jumps, pretty much does everything, and we've got the best people. Um, he said, "It's." He is not driving a Formula One car. He's driving a tank that is very sexy looking. Batman is rougher, tougher, and grungier. So everything is rough: the weapons, the suit, and the car. There are machine guns mounted on the front. When you first see the Batmobile, it is being fixed. It is not, boom, coming out of the garage brand new. It is scratched and damaged. Um, And speaking on behalf of uh, Christopher Nolan and being inspired by the Tumblr, he said, Batmobiles are often designed very low to the ground, something classical that didn't feel... um, That didn't feel fully comfortable for us. I thought the tumbler was a revolutionary design with the suspension very high up. I wanted to combine the... I can't read today. I wanted to combine the two vehicles. I wanted something of a motorcycle too. Big wheels, suspensions, exhaust. Which... That's kind of what everyone was saying when they first yeah. saw this thing. Is yeah. it looked like a blending of like the tumbler and you know like like the, a lot of things.
0: a lot of people said dune buggy and and I kind of see that because uh-huh. of that the large tires and the high suspension right it has a little bit of that feel to it totally um, so yeah.
1: Uh, yes. And so he just talked about bringing it all together with the Justice League coming. It influences my designs of the Batcave, the Batmobile, the Batwing. Uh, we are creating a world for Batman. Every set, every prop is real. We have to be ready for what's next. Um, I don't know what happened here. I think I might've clipped something else.
0: Yeah. But he says, but he, he goes on to say, I wanted to do something different Little did I know that I would land Wonder Woman not long after. So that's cool that he is now, he's moving from the production designer for Batman v Superman to Wonder Woman. So we're going to see a lot of continuity in this world. Which we
1: love. It's very smart um, to do that.
0: And, uh, and yeah, and, I mean, as we, we've, we've talked about the Batmobile before, I I love the new design. I think it's a beautiful car. Again, a great kind of something new, but still feels very Batmobile. And all of the things that he's saying make sense. The fact that what, what really jumped out to me here is the fact that he he's basically saying the car does what you see it do, which is something the Tumblr did really well. Yeah. Is, is they built it to actually do the stuff. Yes. And that comes off so much better on screen. Oh, yeah. You know, I love the Burden Batmobile. I love it. Mm-hmm. My favorite Batmobile. Totally. But when it races through the woods, you can tell they had to speed up the film. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. know? Like, 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 those leaves because, are like, <laughs> like Yeah, feelings. because it couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So I love that now we're in an era where they build the car to do what it needs to do. And, and it, so it's not a fax. It is just a car that can do it, which yeah. is really exciting. They let
1: the, the function of the vehicle inform the design as they're making it, mm-hmm. clearly, which is, which is very cool. Not entirely, because there are certain things that, you know, just like with the tumbler, like, well, you can't really see, but right. you can drive right. it. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to see, it's not really the best. Um, but, yeah, man. So, I mean, I want to know, though, if your opinion changed on, you know, after you drove the Batmobile at Comic-Con when they pulled up and you got in. After I drove it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it handles really well. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, kind of like a Prius. <laughs> it's re- it's surprisingly easy to parallel park it. <laughs> That is not what
1: I expected to Yeah, hear, it's really
0: it's really good. I
1: accept because
0: yeah. you're speaking from I, experience. I had a hard time finding the gas tank. I'll be, I'll <laughs> be real on yeah. that. I had, to, I had to go around the pump a few times to get to it. Indeed, so, um, Yeah. Yeah, but a small price to pay. <laughs> it, it, it turns out it was actually under the turret of the machine gun. No, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't have no, expected that. Yeah, yeah,
1: that, and also it doesn't take much gas. It mostly runs on the fears of evil doers in Gotham. It does. So it, it just sort of
0: absorbs superstition that. and cowardly. That's what it.
1: <laughs> yeah, just kind of <laughs> wispy mist that it absorbs. So which is great new tech. Uh, so uh, thank you to Empire Magazine for letting us... Uh, so much great Just stuff. G- get into this and, and share yeah. all the I think I, I thing, feel
0: like I have to do a, a full episode of Holy Batcast just about the Empire. Right oh, now, yeah. Because that's how much great stuff is in
1: there. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Like, you can really sink your teeth into it uh, that way. So, yeah. Uh, Check that out when it comes out, well, whenever Andy I, I, does that. I just decided. So <laughs> probably in the next week or two. Yeah, but it'll it'll probably be out by the time this comes out or something. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. It's like exceptions. See how, how quickly kind of I can get it together. <laughs> the pressure's on now. Man. Uh, here we go. So Chris Pine, uh, not Chris Pratt as I thought when Andy sent me the text about this because <laughs> I'm an idiot, uh, is damn near hashtag confirmed to play Steve Trevor uh so the wrap has reported that it's a done deal uh and naturally includes uh sequel options as well so that which makes sense and just in line with everything that we're talking about yeah it's like a
0: multiple picture deal so i'm sure that includes wonder woman sequels but in the current comic book steve trevor is very involved with the justice league and so it would make sense that that would be the case in the films as well totally i think i think this is great um there's I loved when they announced him, and here's the thing: I'm saying that even though I'm not a big Chris Pine fan, yeah, I don't, I eh, kind of indifferent to him, yeah. But I know the ladies love him, you know. Indeed, I, he does nothing for me, but my fiance assures me he is dreamy. Yes, yeah, see, I, that's. I, I, I have to take the word for it. That holds some weight there, yeah. sir. I mean, and that so, is very important. And so, for somebody who is going to be Wonder Woman's number two, mm-hmm. like I think he's a great choice to do it. Absolutely, a- and, and, a, and a really you know, in and in a, in a good youngish actor. I guess he's not that young, but a good, a, but a good. <laughs> he's got those boyish looks. Yeah, but a good like you know, in the zeitgeist actor to be a part of
1: this universe. Totally, in,
0: in, a, in a really important role.
1: Yeah, I, it's. I think. He, he definitely holds a commanding presence, which you, you you don't want, like, a sniveling weakling to be the guy that Wonder Woman chooses, because yeah. that's just kind of... Yeah. You can't get f- Jay Baruchel to be Steve Trevor. I don't even know who that is. Jay Baruchel. Um.
0: <laughs> do you know who yes. <laughs> He's the, the voice of Hiccup and How to Train
1: Your Dragon. Oh, you know, yes. J, Jay Baruchel. So, oh, Jay yes. Baruchel. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh,
0: this is the end. Oh, can't <laughs> yeah. we just go to Carl's Jr.? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that guy, but uh not a Steve Trevor. No, no. Well, they I tried. it. Like, I what's like that, him too, but not a Steve Trevor. Yeah, what's that? What's that movie? But where, where it was all about him getting the the really she's hot out of girl. she's out of my league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, and, I don't think it did well because yeah. people were like, no, and, and fanboys, Fan boys, fanboys, yes, so good. absolutely, and Goon. Actually, have you seen Goon? No. Oh, it's it's just a brutally violent, wonderful hockey movie. Right. It's very cool, and that <laughs> hockey movie should be. I digress. Uh, so yeah, everybody so was. So Jay kind Baruchel of speculating. hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. As Jay Steve Baruchel Trevor. as Steve Trevor. <laughs> he's, it's and a, he's going to be terrific. It's a little left field, but you know what? You got to trust these guys. So like, he's going to stand right alongside Lex Luther, and he's going to look just fine. Like yeah. it's there will be two peas in a pod. Um, so yeah, everyone was speculating. Uh, Pine was up for the role of Hal Jordan for a while. Um, I'm glad that that's not. True. Actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like I I like him for Steve Trevor, and I think uh, that opens us up for
1: whoever might be the Green Lantern, Green Lantern, the Green Lantern Corp, corpse, yes. <laughs> the corpse of Green Lantern. Yes, I was laughing at myself yes. for that. I love that. So yeah. so I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be very interesting to see which kind of Green Lantern they go for. But for now, well, there'll uh, be many Green Lanterns. Yes, indeed. Um, a grouping of corpses, I believe. Green That's Lantern right, corpses. The Green Lantern corpses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, for those of you guys who don't, I, I was just thinking about some people don't know who Steve Trevor is or his origin, and I actually didn't remember what his origin was. But I put from the wiki, the, his wiki page that somebody wrote uh, a little more concisely that Steve was a U.S. military intelligence officer who became stranded on Wonder Woman's homeland and developed a close relationship with the heroine. A military man with experience in the field Storylines involving Steve and Wonder Woman Typically involved in versions of the dam- damsel In distress trope With Wonder Woman coming to Steve's rescue So I guess at some point he gets Almost near mortally wounded And then she helps him yes. and, and you know and In the healing process uh, Love uh, blossomed. blossoms
0: well, well, The easiest way When people go oh I don't know who Steve Trevor is I go if Wonder Woman is
1: Superman Steve Trevor is Lois Lane Totally that's a, Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And, you know, that's not an easy torch to carry. Exactly. Like being second to, to yeah. Wonder Woman, like, you got to be a certain kind of guy to be able to hold.
0: And Steve Trevor's a badass in his own right. Exactly, you which know. is why
1: it's cool, you know, because it's like, that'd be a, you'd have to be but a very confident problems. man to, to be a human. Yes. And, yeah, without powers, not a superhero, and be like, eh, which is why a lot of times and they... still go after Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, and still go for Wonder Woman and be like... Like, I hope she stays liking me, because there's if she decides to leave, there's nothing I nothing. can do about that. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I will get the crap beat out of me, and probably everything I have and know, destroyed, it's not going to be good. So I better play nice. <laughs> uh, moving on, so uh, on the internet, uh, Tao Okamoto, who is in BBS, uh, has hashtag confirmed, hashtag, herself, confirmed. hashtag confirmed herself as... Mercy Graves, uh, Lex Luthor's assistant at BVS. So, um, you know, we when you watch the trailer, you kind of gather that's who she is. Which, She's,
0: when this came out as news, my thought was, I thought that was confirmed. I didn't know this was still a question, because I thought we knew this. Yeah, I didn't know I knew who, it. I don't know how I knew it, but I, I was like, yeah, I know.
1: I don't think I knew for sure, but I just sort of assumed that's who she was, yeah, I mean, in, was, his assistant. But yeah, I mean, in the trailer,
0: you see her leading the...
1: The corpse of The
0: Corpse of Zod down the hallway in yeah. Lex
1: Corp. Who else is she going yeah. to be? Yeah. So a lot of corp core and corpse stuff yeah, in this podcast. <laughs> What's Halloween going on? is it coming? It's coming. It's on its way. We got like, the corpse I know Andy's getting all
0: <laughs> wiggly
1: and crazy. Batman
0: like, Unlimited,
1: Monster Mayhem. I was gonna say Monster Mayhem is, Monster is coming Man. up this That uh, comes out in month. a couple weeks, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh,
0: Ooh. Happy Halloween. Corpse indeed. I will say I watched the trailer. Does not feel very Halloweeny.
1: You you didn't feel like it. it didn't I mean, have a Halloween feel. to Maybe be. I built it up a little too much. Maybe because I, I still watch it. I, I, I saw know, the connection a little bit more. Maybe not thinking about it being Halloweeny, and then yeah. being like, "Oh, this is kind of kind of Halloweeny." I, but there maybe, wasn't a jack o' lantern to be found. So that that is a miss. That's
0: all you need. You got to have you need, you need like you know like a nice orangey red sky some jack-o'-lanterns some some fall leaves that's all you need and then it starts to feel halloween this didn't have that yet I mean, maybe it's in the movie and I hope it is
1: yeah they should have taken notes from, from uh, Arkham Knight just that, call me they did a great job like there's just jack-o'-lanterns I've heard, the that. Place. I've heard that the which, place which makes me feels very Halloween really wanna play actually it. there's an Easter egg this is a little bit of news J- jumping ahead a little bit I don't think there's video game news anyway um no, I don't think so. Yeah, and there's not much more to
0: say about Mercy. Good for her.
1: Yeah, so great for her. Yeah, yeah. she She, tweet, she did a, an Instagram uh, post uh, from the comic books as Mr. Luther's assistant, Mercy Graves. Yeah, um, and, so, and
0: Harley Quinn and Mercy Graves had an amazing fight in the Batman-Superman animated movie. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, oh, yeah. I did not. It's
1: pretty awesome. Ooh, I will, I will check that out. Um, oh, yeah, so I was just... Uh, there was an Easter egg that was found, actually, from... Arkham Knight, Um, so spoiler alert about Arkham Knight if you haven't played it, Um, but uh, Man Bat is in the game. It's kind of revealed because they have action figures of him and stuff uh, now. Yeah, I know. I've heard of that. Yeah, so you capture him, uh, but apparently there's an Easter egg where if you go back, if you change the date on your PlayStation or your Xbox or whatever to uh, October 31st Mm -hmm. and then go back... Uh, and see him you'll see he's in the cell uh, and then when you're flying through the city he'll pop up and startle you and you're like what the you know he's supposed to be incarcerated you go back to the GCPD and he's broken out ah and so and that's I guess specific to Halloween so he breaks out on Halloween yeah he breaks out on Halloween which is a really fun little easter egg that's like I don't know how people figure this crap out. How do you know that? It's like, it's not Halloween yet. Like that. I mean, on Halloween, I'd gather up, people are playing and this happens. Very cool. How they figured out to do that beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. It's just people Uh, playing the crap out of stuff. Thank God there are people. There's a lot of unemployment. don't bother to figure that out, out. <laughs> in in this state, especially? So there's. That's how I feel on. about like
0: you know, on the rare occasion I do play video games, uh-huh. I have no qualms about going online and pulling up a walkthrough. Totally, I have no problem doing that because I'm like I ain't got time to wander around and figure it out. I just don't. Okay. And then I think, God bless whoever was like. I'm gonna write a step-by-step walkthrough of this incredibly long game for no other purpose, so that it makes someone else's life
1: easier. Like totally. they don't
0: get anything out of it. No. but God bless
1: them for doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's just it's just a, the the kudos and to say that they've done it. But yeah, I agree. I I set aside time for video games, and I've been playing Arkham Knight quite a bit still, and I'm almost the way all the way through it. But it's it's a dedication, man. Mm-hmm. A, and it and is and so a commitment. It's, it's a second life. It if, really if is. You will. Oh my goodness. If they came out with a Second Life Batman edition, that would be over for me. Probably. It would be nice knowing you. I would have to just look away and go, I cannot. I have everything I I need. My life will be over if I do this. Uh, Moving on, uh, jumping back to a little Suicide Squad. So Ace Chemicals has been revealed by the cast of Suicide Squad on social media. There was a bunch of pictures flying around. Um, There was one initially, I think, that got pulled down. Are you missing a page? No, oh, okay. no,
0: I'm just making sure I have everything. In okay, uh,
1: and then uh, so basically it was uh, a, a, a image of a sign or a, a pillar that says Ace Chemicals on it, and this really cool location that looks like a real location that they've you mm-hmm. know kind of just thrown the logos and stuff yeah. all over. Um, which obviously everyone knows Ace Chemicals is plays a pretty big role for the Joker. Right. So very curious to see. He doesn't feel like the he's not like the disfigured, you know, like makeup joker really. Right. Right. He looks it's like he's more Joker by per Joker, Joker by persona mm-hmm. than like, it was like mutant. More, yeah, more by know, choice than by disfigurement. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to get Joker pushed into a vat of chemicals.
0: I don't think so either. I think, but but I think that this is a nice nod
1: totally to the history of the Joker. Yeah, I think that could be, and they may be producing something, you know, diabolical. That's you know, there's a lot. You of, never know. There's a lot of chemicals out there that, uh, that, uh, 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 you know, for the Batman universe that come in from that just right. you know, tough for bats to clean up. But very cool to see again another awesome nod from. the Yeah, and again, and this
0: just one. this movie just. I'm shocked at at the scope and the amount
1: of things that are being included in this film. It's really exciting. This whole universe. It's just like we constantly every time there's news. It's like, can you believe? Like well, ha- we're in a time where <laughs> right. there's like Harley Quinn leading a you know a huge Suicide Squad movie yeah. and like. Batman from this other main movie, by the way, that is Batman versus Superman with Wonder Woman in it, yeah. leading to a Justice League. He makes a cameo in Suicide Squad. Like, that's all real. That's bonkers. <laughs> and it's going to be good, like, on top of all
0: that. And well, in here, there was so much news out of that Empire article. Wasn't there also a piece in there about how Batman is the one who put the most of the Suicide Squad
1: Yes, in, that's, in jail? Yeah, I couldn't... Uh, I didn't find that. I read that, but I forgot. I feel like to that, that was that from quote. the Empire as well. I think it was. Yeah, which is just another nice little
0: connectivity. Which again, you kind of assume, right? Because most of them are Batman villains, right? But it's nice to see that that connection.
1: They're like, yeah, no, we're doing that backstory, that homework. Like that's how they're in there, and and it'll be really cool to see, you know, if. There's acknowledgement of that in some way, like them discussing Batman or hating Batman, as you know they've they generally do. They all commiserate over the uh, state yes. of Batman. Almost got him. Yeah, almost got him. Like I'll be back again. Um, so moving so on, moving on to Gotham. Gotham.
0: Uh, Natalie Allen Lind joins Gotham as Batman love interest Silver Saint Cloud. Uh, So, Entertainment Weekly reported that Silver St. Cloud is joining Gotham. She's described as an ethereal beauty with the pristine manners of a Gotham debutante. Add in the fact that she lost her parents at a young age, and it's understandable why she and Bruce end up drawn to each other. And as Bruce's friend and love interest, Silver introduces Bruce to her uncle, Theo Gallivan, who just so happens to be a billionaire philanthropist who's running for mayor. Needless to say, Bruce finds a father figure in Theo, but as for Silver... Well.
1: Do I not have the rest?
0: Uh, Crap. as for Silver, well. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Like, so, Silver St. Cloud is joining Gotham as a new love interest for <laughs> Bruce.
1: Sometimes these copies and pastes from, right. uh, from these news articles or these magazine We'll pages. leave you hanging, so, so check, check out got in. in. If you want to see the rest of that, check out Entertainment Weekly. That's what that's from. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Anyway, she's going to be in the show, uh, so you know, poor Bruce. He's going to—he's—he was so love torn, flirtatious with uh, little Celine, Selena Kyle, but that's uh, well, she's you know, she's she's followed a
0: dark path for now. Dark ways, yeah. So he needs he needs something else for for a minute, yeah. You know, and that's the thing about Bruce. Yes, you know, Selena is kind of his his soulmate, but he uh, he takes some detours now and then,
1: you know got It's eat. good to be Bruce. <laughs> I'm just. I don't. I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but when in I home. said it. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. That's more appropriate and hilarious. Uh, moving on. Mark Hamill has uh, will indeed voice the Joker in Batman: The Killing Joke. Uh, so everyone was speculating that would happen. Um, obviously, everybody was wanting that to happen. Um, uh, Kevin Conroy himself had uh, rejoiced in the idea of doing that alongside Hamill and with such a pivotal book uh, being converted to animation mm-hmm. no surprise there yeah, so yeah. really that's yeah. it uh, it's, it's, it's kind of
0: it's, the only way it could have went
1: really especially considering The Killing Joke being such a quintessential Joker origin that yeah. really centered around the Joker who better to play yeah. than him, like, it would be a really weird choice if they chose anyone else. Like, this right. feels more like, well, good, you did the right thing. Yes, <laughs> so, as, as it should be. Yes, indeed. So, um, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. Um, Justice League Gods and Monsters is now out. So, yes. for those of you who love these animated movies, this is a new one with kind of the Else Worlds versions of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, yes. Have you watched it yet?
1: I have not. Uh, but there is a review. I wanted to mention it because uh, there's a review by uh, Donovan on the Batman about uh, he's watched it and reviewed it. Oh, and cool! I've heard good things. I have too. Fantastic! I have too. To. I'm waiting for my
0: copy because uh, usually Warner Brothers will send me one if I wait a week or two. Boy. So as soon as I get that, I will check it out and review cool, it as man.
1: well. Awesome! Good
0: deal. I won't write a review. I'll just talk one because uh, writing we're talkers we're
1: talkers in here we've we've proven that time again as I've proven I can't even copy and paste all right right. (laughs) (laughs) typing to hell with that
0: yeah in the meantime go check out uh, Donovan's review of Justly Gods and Monsters check out the film Uh, we'd love to hear what you think yeah absolutely write us 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 your
1: little reviews it was definitely a, a a a left tour a left detour from the standard oh yeah it's, it's a very
0: that's what Bruce I'm intrigued Tim. by because it is such a bizarre departure mm-hmm. but everyone still seems to like it so I'm really curious about
1: it yeah well Bruce Tim you know. Bruce Tim yeah kinda he's a talented guy <laughs> or we say well we saw Bruce Tim at, um, at the at, comic at shop the comic shop yesterday we see him kind yeah, of out there. He comes come,
0: you yeah, we see him about once a month maybe. Yeah.
1: And it's funny, we were mentioning like how he's just one of those approachable guys. Like he you feel like you already know him, Man. which is kind of cool. He's and less approachable when you approach him. Well, no, I've heard seems, that as well. He seems approachable. He seems approachable. I guess in more in the sense that he just seems like a He seems like a guy you know. Yes. And you're like like you guys were saying. Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know you. I saw him walk in and I, I wanted to go,
0: oh, hey, what's up? And then I was like,
1: oh, wait, I don't know no you. No way to say we, you have no know idea, Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. C- carry on. Carry on living your life and making awesome backgrounds. I, I
0: did the same thing in Hollywood with uh, What's-His-Face, uh, the, the host of Survivor. You know, oh, he's like, really? He's one of those that, you know, he's just famous enough that you know his face, but you don't know why. So yeah. it was one of those where I, th- I thought he was from work and I was yeah. like, oh, hey. Yeah. And I was like... Oh wait! No, you're from TV. Never mind. You don't no, know no, who I I thought, I, am. I thought we worked together. Yeah. <laughs> He's like.
1: He's like. Thank you. All right, dude. All right. Right on. Have a nice uh, day. Have a have a good one. And things. Uh, so listener feedback. Yes. Yes, indeed. So we've got a little bit of listener feedback. So uh, Henchman has written in, to, uh, responding to episode 136, our last episode, and mentioned. Uh, there is uh, spoiler alert, no, potential spoiler alert. Um, but but it's being it's
0: being heavily discussed anyway.
1: Yes, so it's not, not too. Yeah, uh, that he wrote. There is also and a quote: uh, Richard John Grayson, and quote. Headstone and Batman v Superman. Dot dot dot. And unfortunately, well, um, while these uh, spy photos have been taken. Uh, One of the things, because I sent this to to Brian and Andy like earlier this year, like beginning of the year, I think. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. Um, But if you look at the headstone and then kind of the location where you can see they're clearly filming some kind of a funeral or something, Mm -hmm. probably the Robin funeral or something of the like, um, where you can see Zack Snyder and you can see uh, Ben Affleck there, the image of the tombstone doesn't look like the same... Area, like mm-hmm. the surrounding, like weeds and stuff, it just doesn't look the same. That was one of the things I noticed. Not to mention an area, of, uh, an era of photoshopping, yeah, could really easily be photoshopped. Um, but considering we know there's a death of a robin in this movie, yeah, definitely adds the plausibility to it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm not taking any bets on it quite yet.
0: Yeah, the the image made the rounds but didn't gain any traction yeah. which made me question its source yeah uh plus you're right it could be a photoshop mm-hmm. it could actually be on set that they were going to then alter later as right. kind of a red herring
1: right totally.
0: it could be it could be anything or or it could be legit you know because <laughs> because we know there's a death of the robin you know there's been a lot of conversation is would they kill jason todd or would they kill Dick Grayson because people know Dick Grayson. A lot of people don't know Jason Todd. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of conversation around that. They had a huge talk about it on the Batman on Film podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm trying to ready myself for if that happens. So as you you heard on the last episode, this is a very sensitive subject for me because Mm -hmm. of how much I love Dick Grayson. Um, Yes. I'm trying... To reconcile that if this pans out. Yes. I still truly hope it doesn't. Right. Uh, but we will see. But yeah, as for the validity of the tombstone, I'm, I'm not sold on it, especially because when I saw it passed around, it was only from, like, the comment section of things. It yeah. was never reported as an actual, like, oh, set photo. Yeah. So So again, I don't know where that photo came from.
1: Yeah. for It's either one of those things that leaked and they went crazy about getting it but but I think you can still find it so yeah the fact that it didn't really gain any traction for such a huge spoiler right? definitely makes me question it but it was also one of the big reasons that I was we were discussing this last week because I probably would not have considered the idea I would have been like no they're not going to do that they're not going to kill Dick Grayson but because this was you know I saw this I was like okay how plausible is it you know is it possible they could do this totally possible they could I, I'm i with you. I hope they don't. Um, right. But. It'll be, if they do it,
0: I'll probably, I could still like the movie, mm-hmm. but it's going to be one of those things that I'm sure, much like, like Dark Knight Rises, where I can say, I love Dark Knight Rises. I hate what they did about John Blake. Right. And I, I feel like that's what would happen here. Because yeah. I'd say, I love Batman v Superman, but I'm still pissed they killed Dick Grayson. Right.
1: It, it. It would have to feel like a very specific reason why, and not just, well, we killed Robin and then people didn't know who Dick Grayson was. Like, that's not a good enough reason to kill Dick Grayson. Yeah. Like, you know, this, he's such a cool character that everyone, so many people who do know Dick Grayson or know Batman even a little bit know Dick Grayson, know his character, and how. He's so well liked, and there's so much that they could do with him. Not that you yeah. couldn't do that with other characters too, but I mean, he's just it would it would be a shame to kill off a character like that. The only thing I like about it is the gravity of it. It just has so much weight. If you killed it, Grayson, yeah, talk More about driving yeah. Batman insane to enough to fight Superman or fight anyone. Okay, I'll, I'll, I like it for that. You know, just that's the silver lining. Though that's really right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways we shall see uh, senior henchman uh, if that pans, if that out. pans out yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: got another email here from audavius a uh, frequent a frequent listener who writes in a lot. Uh, he says, Can we go ahead and rename BBS what it really is? Batman v Superman, the Battle of the Dimple Chins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys must have noticed, along with Zack Snyder, they have Cavill, Affleck, Godot, Lennox, Amy Adams, Baby Dimple Chin. And if the rumor is true about the Robin Flashback, Eli Snyder as well. <laughs> eh,
1: valid point. Well, yeah, hey, I mean, Did... it, just goes, it just speaks to the idea how these guys visually, like they're casting a lot of people visually who fit the, yeah. the bill and. The dimple chin is a is a big hit on uh, comic book art, you know? The,
0: yeah, the dimple chins. Yes. I like it. Yes, indeed. Uh, all jokes aside, what do you guys think about the merchandise rollout schedule? I wish they would release items in time for the Christmas season, but I'm already drooling over some of the collectibles. I hope at least they have some t shirts and more posters out by then. I don't think overexposure would be a problem, and increased visibility can't hurt, in my opinion. Anyway, I promise I'll try to keep it shorter next time, but who can tell the future? Later, guys. Uh, I I agree. We talked about this in the podcast before. Is we were really hoping some of that merch would hit in time for Christmas because if you it seems like if you don't you're just leaving money on the table. Agreed. Which is to me foolish. Like at least roll out the non spoilery stuff in time for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know, and then anything else you can go closer to the film. So I agree. I, I think that rolling it out in January is really a shame.
1: There's just no way that there isn't some reason why it's not... Ha- you know, like, if everyone, ourselves included, who are, we don't make toys... Yeah. ...are saying, well, the obvious season is the Christmas season. Like, everyone knows this. this yeah. Is where, this is why big movies come out at Christmas. This is why merchandise and toy commercials and toy products come out during this time. Everyone knows. Or during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, it's huge. So, there's got to be some reason why... They, these aren't consistently multiple products, multiple BBS products from multiple different companies are being released in January. So yeah. there's some weird reason why. Um, and we don't know. I, I doubt it has anything to do with the toy company schedule. It probably has to do with um, the production of the movie and something along with that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But we're with you. We, we want... You know, this is just like that Mountain Dew that made me crazy. They had the Dark Knight Mountain Dew. I saw ads for it, yeah, like two ads for it, I think a month before the Dark Knight Rises came out. And then it was nowhere to be found until like a week after the movie. Or I found it like one place, like a couple days before the movie Mm -hmm. came out. And I was like, dude, I have been wanting to just chug Mountain Dew Dark Knight Rises in preparation for this movie. Like... Just give it to me, all right? right? There's a Batman soda out there. Just give it to me. What is let, wrong let with it? Let me you? give you my money. Yeah, I want – I like, I'll order it by the case. And it was just nowhere to be found. And they were advertising it on 7 Eleven. I Anyways, they just – I don't get it. I don't I don't know why this happens, but sometimes – Yeah, it's there's, weird. There's, there's bigger things that are going on that we don't know about, clearly. So, yeah. And I'm sure that's exactly but, it. But, but I agree.
0: Uh, I got a quick tweet here from Joseph Fornorato. He says, love the podcast, guys, but so disappointed you didn't notice the Robin suit is missing from the short version of the trailer. Oh. So, last time we did talk about the... the- two and a half minute version instead of the three and a half minute mm-hmm. and we couldn't really put our fingers on what was missing mm-hmm. apparently the robin suit is missing so good call joseph uh, joseph the
1: disappointed line though that's that kind of hurts i mean i'm with you but like he ended it with a smiley face oh, okay. so he's not too disappointed. okay okay that crucially he's not
0: he's not horribly disappointed we're disappointed he started <laughs> ourselves, with too. he started with love the podcast and ended with a smiley face it was one of those sandwich things where it was like start positive positive. Little criticism and positive.
1: What a good hey! Thanks, Josh. You've got a future, buddy. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, agreed. But to, Sorry. By
0: our own admission, we only each watched the short version once because, yeah. again, if there's a long version, why would you not I'm just watch it, that? The and, and it? But it just goes to show that after watching the long version a hundred times and then watching the short version once. My brain must have just filled in the gas, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like when a word is missing the middle or, yeah. the, or the the ends in the middle, you just fill in. Like, that's pretty much what we do. Like so, but, but there
0: yeah. you go. Good good call, Joseph. And then he also said, uh, I love your opinion on Dick Grayson, which we just talked about. Need to hear you discuss with the Batman on Film crew. Because uh, the Batman on Film just released a podcast where they talked in depth about <laughs> the possibility of it being Dick Grayson. Mm. Who was killed by the Joker? Uh, so they they think that that
1: is the most likely scenario. And the whole time I was
0: listening, I was just like, "Oh God, no! Please, uh, no!
1: Please!" I'll Have to go and listen to it. Yeah, that would be that would be very interesting to have a crossover uh, yeah. uh, podcast with those guys. Maybe we'll hit them up. And so, thanks for the tweet, Joseph. Yes, yes, indeed. Thank you, Joseph. And one final one. Uh, hey, Andy and Jamie, I've been listening to the show for several months now, and I love it. I don't read the comics, but I'm definitely a comic book, movie, and TV show fan. Batman, the best. Just wanted to pass this by, you guys. Everyone is say, saying, quote-unquote, maybe Bizarro or Doomsday are the villains in BBS. But what if Superman is under some kind of control of someone else, say Lex Luthor? And the trailer, it looks to me like Superman is kneeling in front of Lex and Lex is waving his hand over him. What do you think? Thanks again for the great podcast. Eric. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Eric Dobbins, we appreciate your email. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people think that Lex... While he is a big enough villain to be the villain, I think, in this movie, it seems like there's more to this, Mm -hmm. um, and that he's more of the type to have a master plan, um, obviously pitting, probably trying to, or obviously trying to pit Batman and Superman against one another, but we don't have that crescendo in unison to unite them towards the end of the film, which makes everyone think, could there be another big bad in this, um, Bizarro, I don't know. That would be
0: well. I mean, they Bizarro and Doomsday and Metallo have been the ones that have been mm-hmm. have been speculated the most. Uh-huh. I think all are are possible. Mm-hmm. I think Bizarro to me makes the most story sense coming from a dead Kryptonian in Zod. Right but to me, that makes the most sense. Yes, I could see them going Doomsday. I could see them going. Uh, I could see them Apocalypse going Metallo, is... Metallo because. We still don't know who Scoot McNary is playing, and mm. by all accounts he doesn't have legs. So Holy crap, so, Scoot. So I yo, forgot about old her, Scoot. That, that's just it. We have so much stuff that we forgot <gasps> we forgot a whole guy was in the movie. Holy um, crap. So but would Superman be under someone else's control is the question mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I I is it possible? Absolutely. It's 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 something we've seen used as a story device many times in totally. the comic books, in Smallville, in other things, mm-hmm. possessed Superman. Totally. Uh, Red Kryptonite Superman, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the case here, uh, especially because, yes, Superman is kneeling in front of Lex, but if you look at Superman's face, he's
1: not, he's not, he's not possessed. He's not... He's pissed.
0: Yeah, he's so, not a fan. So that's one of those things where I'm like, we're... I don't know what facilitated the meeting, but it seems as if Lex has leverage over Superman that is keeping Superman from going after him, and that's why he is obeying but being pissed. Yes. But I think that the idea of Lex controlling Superman in a, a as a villain or making Superman do villainous things like try to kill the other heroes, I don't think that's going to happen because to me that feels like too easy a cheat to – to create the conflict.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. I feel like the from what we've seen, it just, it does feel like too much of a cop out for considering yeah. all of the the really the homework that they've done and, and how they're thinking about everything. Yeah, I mean, they they're so carefully setting up
0: the differences between Batman and Superman philosophically and and the way they see each other and the manipulation that seems to be going in to continually pit them against each other. Right. Why do all that work if you're just going to possess Superman?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because there wouldn't be, need to be this disdain, this build, or this, uh, you know, emotional like uh, misunderstanding that these two are yeah. having, and this distrust. Like you're, you're totally right. I mean, it could be their way of saying, "Oh, well, this is why," and then, "Oh, surprise! Actually, they would have been fine, but this happened." But right. I, I agree. I, I don't think that's the way they're going. I, I feel like there is something else that Lex is developing as we're seeing him looking at. You know, kryptonite and taking the body of, of um, Zod, you know, and using it for something that he's developing something, you know, developing some kind of an army. Or, right. You know, with the whole red capes are coming. So, but yeah, we mentioned that somebody had commented. I told Andy somebody had commented on uh, the iTunes, uh, our iTunes page the red capes are coming is obviously a Paul Revere reference, which I think we, I thought we already said acknowledged that. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's very yeah. obvious, but yes, uh, that it's some sort of an army or something coming I, anyways. Um, yeah. Very interesting food for thought. Uh, on all of this uh, Eric so we're we're with you it's hard to say but none of us know for sure that could totally be you could be totally right on all this but we don't know
0: yeah we don't know I I think again I think it's possible but I don't think it's probable I think I think they've got something bigger in store than that yeah at least I hope so yeah agreed uh, so yeah, very cool Thank you all for writing in We appreciate the feedback Always fun to discuss and speculate Always. As we continually wait for this film <sighs> uh, Especially so When this movie comes out we can talk about. What are we oh wait, talk they'll be about. shooting Justice League. We'll have plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah, dude. so we're okay. It's so good. Lots of great stuff this week. So again, thank you to Empire, thank you to the Batman Universe, uh, Entertainment Weekly, everyone else that we were able to uh, to get this great content from. Uh, but most of all, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you yes. as always for downloading the show and for sharing the bat excitement with us. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Don't forget to check out the other shows on the BatmanUniverse.net. Lots totally. of great other podcasts. So if you can't get enough Batman, the BatmanUniverse.net has you covered.
1: Check out Bruce Wayne's world; those guys are squirrely just like we are. Like <laughs> we're not the only weirdos in this podcast. Thank God. On the Thank God we're not alone. <laughs>
0: uh, and then if you really can't get enough of Batman, do check out uh, my other show, Holy Batcast. Uh, we just did a breakdown of the Suicide Squad trailer, and have some more exciting things coming over the next couple weeks. So uh, that one, you know, there's a lot, a lot of content there too. So totally. d- we've got your sink your we, teeth in yeah baby. we got yes. we got your bat butts covered here that's we're, right we're good We're so, doing it lots of excellent stuff and an exciting time to be a bat fan make sure you do check out the batmanuniverse.net for all of your batman news and other podcasts but that is where we will put a pin in it for this episode of the batman universe so on behalf of jamie i have been andy we have been your hosts and this has been the batman universe The Batman universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.
1: Ba-da-da-da. Okay. Oh, I'm starting, sorry. You're starting. Okay. <laughs> We're rolling? Yep. Okay. <coughs>